Hey, this is Lauren BR, and this is The Authentic Podcast. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to Authentic. I'm your host, Lauren BR, and today's episode is a little bit different than normal. And also, fun little fact, it's actually the day that we're recording this. It's my one year from starting this podcast, which is just crazy, and a whole other podcast where I could just talk about the words faithfulness and y'all being so incredible. Besides the point, though, today I have a reoccurring guest, my guest on for the second time, my sister, Kate. Hey. She is about to be a freshman at LSU, so we're going to be going to school together, and I'm going to be a senior, if y'all don't know. And so I thought it'd be a really fun and unique opportunity to have Kate ask me questions about what she's curious about college life and um, just reservations and worries she has, as well as I also ask y'all to ask me questions. And so we're kind of going to do a mix of questions Kate has as well as questions y'all have, and I'll just kind of answer them and get to be like an older sister or just another friend to kind of help you out with freshman year because I know a lot of girls listen to this are freshmen or people might send this to a freshman girl, and I don't know. I just want you to feel the most prepared and calm and collected and ready to take on freshman year confidently with the Lord. All that to say, that was like a minute-long intro. I'm very excited, and I hope that this kind of makes sense, the direction that we're going with this. And we'll just get started. So yeah, Kate's going to be going to LSU with me in the fall and we're super excited. Yeah, I'm so excited. (laughs) I'm nervous. So this is going to help me a lot too. Okay, one thing that's been weighing on my heart a lot and just stressing me out has been how to find community in college coming from out of state or just in a big new school with a bunch of new people or even new people just like wanting to seek out new relationships and friendships. Yeah, I feel like that's a really good question because I think it's natural. Pretty much anyone going to college is like anxious and nervous about making new friends, seeking community, especially when you've had such a solid one, maybe even your whole life if you've gone to the same school your whole life or the same church. And so now you have to kind of like go on your own and make new friends and find them for yourself, which like really scared me, especially I know this is annoying because I say this a lot, but starting school during COVID, I was like, how the heck am I actually going to meet anyone new? Um, But the Lord provided and he was so good. And so I think that's a testament to his faithfulness and just encouragement of like, if I can find an awesome friend group during COVID, like you can find one this next year. But I think first of all, just praying for it um, because that's the most important thing. The Lord, um, when your heart is aligned with his and you're seeking the desires of his heart, if that makes sense. Does that mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, okay. I'm trying to phrase this well, but basically just pray. That's the bottom line. Pray because the Lord is faithful and he um, fulfills his promises. And so when you're seeking out something that's godly and good, like community, he will help you find that. And so prayer is important. And I think I prayed a lot for it leading up to college and starting college. I was like, Lord, please, please, please. I got on my knees, like bring me friends, bring me a community. Um, and so that's really important. I don't want to downplay that. And I want to encourage you to pray because I prayed, but also like, I don't know. I think that so many people just pray and they don't actually like seek out friendships or relationships. They just like sit in their dorm room and they're like, okay, well, I prayed for it. Like the Lord's going to bring it to me. And I mean, like, yes, he can do anything, but also like you need to be actively going out and finding community. And I think that's really important. So I would say the way that I did that and I've seen other people do that is just like going to churches specifically when you're not just looking for friends, but obviously you'll find friends in your sorority, you'll find friends in your classes, you'll find friends in your dorm. But when you're looking for community in specific, you're not going to find that at a bar. You're going to find it at church. So going to church, going to college ministry. I think that's super important at LSU. We have so many options. We have refuge and there's young life and there's Greek wine and there's Greek IV. I know A&M has breakaway, has young life and Auburn. There's ACC. There's just so many options. And so UT, I know they have them too. Literally DM me. I have friends at so many schools 
across the South and in the SEC and like they're all plugged in. And I mean, also like I even look some up on Instagram, like I would stalk girls on Instagram and be like, okay, where do they go to church? Or I would like look them up online. Like there's lots of ways to be able to find it. And then actually going to those, especially the small groups and the Bible studies and the community groups, because like it's going to be harder to find a friend in like a big service. You know what I mean? But those, especially freshman Bible studies and community groups are really built for that. Um, sorry, I like in talking about this a lot because it's like what I'm most passionate about. And I tell Kate all the time and she's like, yeah, anyways, <laughs> um, I also think sorority Bible study. I know so many people have met their roommates, their closest friends, their big, um, my big love is sorority Bible study because I think that's really cool to be able to find community and those people within your house. So I'd say if your sorority has a Bible study, like 1000 million percent go to that and just say hi and introduce yourself to the people in those places and don't just like stare down at your phone and like talk to the person you already know, like make an effort to meet those new people. Okay, that was a lot. Okay, that was a lot. Going off of that <laughs> and churches and stuff, how would you decide what would be the best church for you and joining and stuff? Yeah, I think that's also a good question. It really just comes down to, like, when you're trying out these churches, obviously making sure, like, they're biblically sound, they have great theology and doctrine. But I think it's really just, like, okay, like, do I like this worship style? Like, after, obviously, you, like, establish that. Do I like this worship style and, like, do I see myself being plugged in here and finding community? Because, like, if you don't see yourself really getting involved, then I don't think you should really continue to go there. But I think that's really all I would say. I kind of just am literally working at and still involved in the first church that I joined. So I'm not as, like, helpful with that answer. But I would say that's kind of how I decided. I was, like, obviously, like, praying about it. I think that this church is biblically sound. I see myself getting plugged in here. I like the worship style. Yeah. Okay, changing gears a little bit. Um, how to not feel homesick, especially if you're like across the country or I don't know, but just how to not feel homesick. Do you think you're going to feel homesick? Honestly, no, because you'll be there, but. And this, someone asked this question, Kate didn't come up with it. But some people, like one of my best friends is going like 12 hours away. She doesn't have any family there. So I don't know, just if you're going somewhere completely new, none of your family has gone there. I don't know, just how to feel at home maybe. Yeah. When I feel like you can even feel homesick, like if you live in Houston and you're going to A&M, like you're still, or if you're going to college within the same town, like you live in Baton Rouge and you're going to LSU, you're still like living in a new place and like surrounding yourself with new people. So I think that makes sense. I think our mom tried to just come in. I don't really know. But okay. One thing I also want to say, no one really asked this question or like phrased it, but like freshman year is really hard. And I feel like no one at least for me like no one talks about that when you're going to college no one shares that with each other no one posts on social media like no one's like on instagram like hey y'all this sucks like everyone's posting like i made all these new friends i love my sorority my life is awesome and like to a certain extent like it's not a lie but like i think freshman year from talking to people later on and just like my own experience like it is hard and people just don't acknowledge that so like when you're having a hard time you're like i just want to go home i hate this no one else is having a hard time but me so I think just reminding yourself, like, it's going to be hard. And I'm sure other people are going through this too. I just don't know it. And that will kind of, like, make you want to go home a little less because you're like, okay, I just have to push through this hard stuff and, like, it will get better um, nine times out of ten. But I think also just, like, practically, like, calling your mom is helpful. Going home when you can. Like, if it's a possibility, like, maybe there's something really exciting going on. But, like, I also do have the option to go home, like, going home when you can. And also just, like, bringing a piece of home with you. Like, that's really stupid. But, like, I have a pillow of my dog. <laughs> and, like, that's really sweet. So, like, if you have the opportunity to do that. But 
I think it's just like knowing that it's going to be hard and like calling your mom when you can. Okay, I don't know. Does that is answer not, that you think? Yeah, this is not a question that was asked, but it just popped in my head is I, I feel like I've heard more and more about freshman year, especially the first semester's like loneliness. I feel like I hear that a lot and I get going off of everybody's like, oh, my new friends, blah, blah, blah. I guess this goes with how to not feel homesick. But do you have any like tips on how to not feel lonely or how to like deal with that? Yeah, that's a hard question because like definitely it's like a prevalent thing freshman year. I sorry, I really just put you on the spot. No, 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 because I definitely felt like that. I mean, I'm gonna say it again, but like during COVID, like hello, I was lonely. Like, how the heck was I supposed to make friends? Like, I didn't even go to class. Like, I was alone a lot. I mean, obviously I had my roommate, but like that's only one other person. And so I think it's also once again reminding yourself, like, I'm not the only one that's lonely because automatically that makes yeah. you less alone because you're yeah. like, okay, other people aren't lonely. But I think it's like you have to actively make yourself not lonely. Like I know you can make as many friends as you want and still feel lonely. Like, obviously, that's a thing. But if you feel, like, lonely going out and making friends, like, I tried to do this and it didn't really work out. So, like, I don't know if this would work for people. But, like, we kept our dorm room open for a little bit to see if anyone wanted to come by and, like, say hi. And, like, not that many people did. But, I mean, like, something like that. Or, like, going, walking into your sorority house and, like, sitting at a table with people you don't know. Like, going to the college ministries, like, just trying to make friends, because, like, you're not going to make friends by sitting alone, having a pity party about how you're lonely in your room, but I know that's not really helpful if you feel lonely, because, like, also, I feel like reminding yourself, like, when I went through a time in high school where I didn't have a lot of friends, and I was lonely then, I would be like, okay, the Lord is my friend, like, and I would pray to him, I would talk to him, I think that also just brings you closer to the Lord, and, like, spending time with him is really helpful, and can, like, build that relationship so sometimes it can be a cool thing the Lord uses to kind of like bring you to him so that was like I don't really know if that answers that but that's what I would say um next did that one, answer that yeah I did like actually yeah okay and uh, next one is how to be okay with change because obviously this is like such a pivotal time in our lives going in college so just how to be okay with change sorry if I'm talking quiet <laughs> <laughs> okay do you think is change something that you personally struggle with or not really I feel like it depends on who I'm surrounded by and what the change is about. This scares me because I'm obviously going to a whole new state and whether or not you're going to a new state, you're going into a whole, most people I feel like are going into a whole different city with like, you're just changing the whole way you live and like how you go about things. So I'm scared for this. (laughs) No. Yeah. I'm scared too. I literally had like the worst anxiety of my life before okay, I started well, I got on anxiety medicine before I started college. I was college. talking to mom. Which, if you have anxiety, you have an episode about anxiety, um, and mental health, Amy Riley, it's really helpful, so go listen to that. I was talking to mom, and I, the whole time, all two weeks we were in watercolor, I was having dreams that my teeth were falling out. Little did I know that was because I was scared about change, so. Yeah, watercolor, because we were there so much before I started college was where I had like my first panic attack so, so and that's like never alert. that's like never happened to me before so. yeah okay doesn't get scared very often or anxious I'd say um but yeah how do we okay with change um I feel like first and foremost knowing like the Lord never changes he's the same today yesterday and forever he's consistent so you can rely on that like that's not going to change knowing that um but also knowing that change will happen it's inevitable I think preparing yourself for change makes you more okay with it. Like not expecting things to stay the same. Like friendships will change. The way you now live will change. Like be prepared for that. Um, and also like there's a time and a season for everything. I love the verse in Ecclesiastes 3. Um, for their, for everything there is a season and a time for every matter under heaven. Reading Ecclesiastes 3, 1 through 8. 
it's just a good verse to meditate on and being like, I know change is going to happen. There's a time for everything. Um, but I also think when you like reflect on past change and be like, oh my gosh, like I wouldn't be the person I am without this change. I wouldn't have this friend. This wouldn't have happened. Like looking back on your life and being like, okay, wow, change is actually good. And look at all the fruit and good things that have come out of it. Um, and just be excited. Cause I mean, most of college is an exciting change. Like you're making new friends. You're going to a new place. You're learning new things. People forget like Kate that you actually <laughs> did go to school. Um, you're joining a sorority. Like even if you're not joining a sorority, you're joining new clubs. Like it's good thing. So being excited and like focusing on the excitement that comes with the change. Cause change can also be exciting. Yeah. I'm excited. I think just as, as much as I am nervous. Yeah. So, um, going along with that changing, you're obviously meeting like so many new people. So standing strong in your faith throughout like everything. Yeah. And that's really hard. I've talked about this a lot on this podcast, especially at big schools, big SEC schools like LSU. I have a lot of podcasts about this. Um, like for going more in depth, I have one with Stephanie Clary about resisting temptation. I have one, how to survive college with Emma Danos and Molly Anderson. So if you want more in depth, there's probably a, a lot of others I'm forgetting about, but it is hard. And especially in Greek life, um, we talk about that in those episodes too with Maggie Thomas, but it's, it's hard because people aren't the same as they were in high school and you're not surrounded in like a bubble as much. And so I'd say like knowing it's not going to be popular, like you have to know, like, I have, it's not been the cool thing for me to do the decisions that I've made regarding my faith. And that's not to sound prideful or like, oh, I'm so awesome. But that's me saying like, it's hard. Um, And knowing that it's going to be hard and like, it's not going to make you the coolest person in the room. But I think continuing to pray over it, pray for the Lord to give you that strength, because that's the only way you can get it. You cannot get it by your own flesh. And also praying for him to um, just give you insight into ways that you can stand strong. Um, But also, like I've said, thousand million bajillion times finding community because when you're surrounded by those people it's going to be easier to stand strong because all of y'all are doing it together and it's also going to create more opportunities and events and things where like you are doing things that glorify and honor the lord and strengthen your faith um and i also think knowing you might be the christian friend and the christian girl people call me the jesus girl and like not in a kind way sometimes like in a derogatory way so knowing that's going to be you but you're going to not care what people think. Like you have to, it's so hard. Like I care so much about what people think, but you have to pray over it and actively fight the desire to have everyone like you and everyone think that you're cool and awesome and the best person. Um, But also knowing like the Lord has chosen you for such a time as this. And it's really exciting to get to be a witness in a light and to get to stand strong. Um, So that's a positive thing. And also like this can kind of go for everything, but like FOMO is not the end of the world. Like you think it is when you're missing out on things, but like, if that's an opportunity for you to stand strong in your faith, like it's really, you're not going to remember that senior year. You're not going to remember that when you're 45, you're not going to remember that when you're dying and going up to heaven, you're not going to be like, Oh, I freaking missed that. So I think just knowing that FOMO is also not the end of the world. is helpful. Going off of that, when to say no and not overcommit. Cause I feel like, especially first semester freshman year, one of my friends and I were talking about this, it's going to be so hard because you are going to want to be able to go to everything and meet all the new people you can so I think when like being able to say no and not overcommit is going to be so hard. Yeah, so funny. One of the person that asked this question, I, which friend were you talking that about, Claire? Yeah, she asked this question, <laughs> um, and I'm like really the worst person to answer because I overcommitted so much my freshman year. I think I was in like seven or eight Bible studies, multiple committees in my sorority, a club for my major. Like it was just too much. And I'm on more the person to try to say yes to as much as you can freshman year because like especially when you're a freshman, you have a lot more time and opportunity. So 
I would definitely say yes more than you say no, but also like you don't want to overcommit and then just be like really overwhelmed and like not really fully give your all to anything. So I would say yes to the things that you think will help you grow in your faith and help you build community and make friends and also like commit to what you've already committed to. Like you can always join more things later or the next year, like you have four years um, or like me, three and a half semesters. Party. Um, but I would just say commit to what you've already committed to. So like if a bunch of things come up, but you're already involved in a lot of other things being like, I would love to join this later on maybe, but like, I just can't commit to that right now and focusing on the things that you already said yes to. Uh, Cause like, I don't know, it's just hard because you want to say yes to everything. So I feel like just be, I guess maybe diligent and intentional about what you join too, so that you can make sure those are like the things that you really do want to commit to. So I don't know if that's helpful, but is it, you can say, yeah, no. I just feel like <coughs> really figure out, figuring out your priorities, the beginning of college. Yeah. Yeah. That's really helpful. helpful. Yeah. That's really good. And then going from there. Yeah. Figuring out your priorities at the beginning of college. Okay, next, I feel like this is going to be a really helpful one for me and a lot of others. It's just best rush tips because it's coming up very quickly and yeah. it's a nerve-wracking time for well, a Well, I have a million podcasts about rush. I just posted <laughs> one called, I think I titled it All Things Recruitment. I have one called With My Friend Abby About Greek Life, One With My Friend Maggie About Greek Life. So if you want more about that, I'll listen to those because we talk about it for like at least 45 minutes for each one. So you could like listen to me talk about that for three hours. Um, but I guess just quickly rapid fire, I would say be yourself because you want them to like you for you. And like, it's, you don't need to change to be in a sorority. I also feel like, sorry, interrupting, but I feel like if you're not yourself and you're somebody else, then you're going to have to pretend to be that person. The rest. Yeah. 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 Sorry. <laughs> no, don't be sorry. Um, pray and seek the Lord when discerning things. Um, and how you go about conversations and how you pick houses. No, it will be okay. It's just a sorority. And be excited. Just quickly. Because I feel like I talk about this so much. And, like, you can go listen to it talked about more. So, I'm not going to focus on This question. <gasps> Did you just hear my sound? Yeah. <laughs> this question is more, like, light. And just school tips and tricks to be successful. Because I <laughs> kind of forget that I actually have to do school next year. Like, you so think she's joking. But I'm not. But she is joking. Mom. Yeah. She's really joking, Mom. Yeah, I am. <laughs> um, okay, so wake up early. It sucks. I mean, Kate has a 7.30, so, like, she will wake up early. I can't believe that 7.30 oh, class. Started. <laughs> but even if you don't have an early class, waking up early to kind of start your day, get things done, study, get work done, it just, like, sets you up for success when you have a routine and you're getting up early. And maybe you can go to the gym, whatever. Walk to class. I mean, that's, like, a fitness tip, but also, like, I feel like it just, like, makes me more excited when I get to walk and I get to see the campus and, like, it just, like, sets me up well to go to class. Obviously not if it's, like, 104 degrees or raining, but, like, walk to class. Get ahead on work and get ahead on studying. I think this has just personally helped me. Like, even working on the weekends, like, I know that's annoying, but, like, having a time on Sunday where I just get ahead because when I've noticed I'm, like, ahead on studying or, like, done work ahead of time, I just feel like it sets me up for success a lot more, and I just feel a lot more prepared and I don't know, a lot of people easily get behind, and so I would just avoid doing that if possible. Also, get to know your professors. That really helps, even in bigger classes. Like, that will help you, like, if you need help with something or if you don't know a deadline or if you kind of need that little boost in your grade. And also, just in general, it's also to get to know people. But I would say get to know your professors because that really helps. I know that's helped me. I know that's helped other people. And also, 
I noticed when I have a really good study space, like even if it's not in your room, like you really like to study in the sorority house. You really like to study. Oh my gosh, my stomach. <laughs> I'm so hungry. Um, you really like to study in the library, X, Y, Z, this coffee shop. That just really helps if you can be like, okay, I'm going to go here and I'm going to grind it out and I'm going to get it done. And that's just helpful. Okay, last one. This is really a fun one. Must have for your dorm clothes, food apps, just like more fun okay i have a lot for this but i feel like kate has been doing the research and preparing so before i give my answer i thought it'd be fun if kate could give her answer of the things that she thinks are her must-haves right now or like not what she thinks what have been your must-haves like what you needed to buy before college okay first of all is an ice cube tray because i, <laughs> I didn't even think of this but like need ice that's so dramatic and i could go without ice but cold water or like nothing for me so an ice cube tray in a Brita um, or water bottles, but I just feel like those are more of a hassle, especially if you're like in a t- tall dorm and I don't know. So a Brita and an ice cube tray and then slippers. I mean, I wear those all the time now, even just like to the grocery store. They're so comfy, but the dorm floors are disgusting. And then a robe just to get ready and go shower, come back in a robe and then a planner because my mind I just have to write it down like I can't do it online but like between school and if you're gonna just join a sorority like sorority and your bible studies or I don't know everything it's just gonna get all cluttered in my head so I need a planner so those are my must have my stomach keeps making noise but I have not lived, lived in dorm yet so I don't know so let's leave it to Warren <laughs> who's lived in shared a room and had community bathrooms for three years because i, so I feel like house. you're gonna be a master i don't know if i'm a master but i would say okay one thing you're not gonna think of is a costume box i i'm speaking a lot to like the girls that are gonna have like swaps and exchanges but i just didn't realize like how many events there were where you would need a fun costume and even like outside your sorority like i just feel like there's a lot of times where like you need something fun so like if you have any old costumes or like things from pepper in high school like bring them because that is really helpful to have just like in college there's always something like random going on where like or something funny or fun so yeah and then i would say slippers like kate said but we already talked about that and then i feel like you wear jean shorts and tops a lot in college and i just didn't really think about that because i didn't have an older sister to tell me so i was kind of wish that i like brought or slash bought more jean shorts and tops also phone wallet because at least at LSU, you take your Tiger card, and I think my friends at other schools, with you everywhere. And so it's just nice also, like, to get into your dorm. Like, you don't necessarily need a whole entire purse. So, like, I would just put, like, my license, my Tiger card, my credit card, all that in a phone wallet, which was just helpful because I didn't have to carry a lot with me, like, going back and forth between class or the dining hall. And this is, like, kind of weird, I guess, but I thought it was cute and fun is I, like, put my key to my dorm on like a hair tie because I saw um a few other girls do that and then that way I didn't have to carry my key with me and it was like kind of cute and fun so if y'all want to do that I, I like doing that and then air purifier because at least when you live in an old dorm it's really disgusting and also even a new dorm there's just so many people so many things in the air so I just thought the air purifier made the room less gross and also I felt like it made me get less sick I don't actually know if that's true um for also mattress topper because the beds are not that comfortable but once you have the mattress topper changes the game i loved my bed it was so (laughs) comfortable it was so nice even for camp that helps as well a fan and a vacuum i think those are obvious but like you just need to vacuum a lot especially girls you have so much hair and fan which just gets hot 
And then also a mini steamer. I've been using people's steamers for years. I probably need to get my own, but like your clothes need to be ironed or seamed a lot more than you think because you're just used to having that at home. And then you get to college and you're like, shoot, this is so wrinkly. So it's nice to have a steamer and like a little mini one. And then two little random things. Find My Classes is a great app that I actually did use to find my classes or like I would put my class in Google Maps like before I went to class and even while walking on the first day just so like I knew where I was going. But Find My Classes like also has like room numbers and stuff. And that just helps because like I didn't know where anything was. If you have a sister like Kate, she can kind of show you. But like, you're not going to be up for my first day of school at 7.30. <laughs> so Find My Classes is a really helpful app. I know there's a lot more apps like for organization that people use, but I just use my planner and like my notes and my um little, what are these called on your computer? Stickies. And that helps me be organized enough and calendars. Um, and then also don't buy as much food as you think because you will get so much from the dining hall and so much from your sorority house. It's like, you don't need to like, I mean, have some food, but you don't need to stock up because like you will have food. And then also don't bring as many t-shirts as you think, because you're going to get so many t-shirts from your, so many t-shirts from your sorority alone. And then from your big, and then like everyone's always giving out free t-shirts like clubs are churches are like you're gonna get t-shirts so like bring some obviously your favorites but like you don't need to bring like a million because you will get more so yeah I think that's all mm -hmm. that I would say are those all the questions yeah well anything else you want to add what's your advice to someone your fellow freshman going in I don't know I never left through college what do you No, mean? but like what do you like want to encourage everyone with like you're all scared or something like that? Um, we're all scared, so just know that everybody's in the same boat as you, and most likely your roommate or roommates are probably in the same boat, which is really helpful because obviously you're in such close quarters. So it'll be nice to have comfort that they're dealing with the same things as you. And this is, I'm gonna remind myself about this, is do not be afraid to like, I don't know how to phrase this. Like if you're scared or anxious about something, like talk about it because I feel like more times than not, I feel like you already talked about this. Somebody's also feeling the same things as you. So I feel like just not being afraid to talk about stuff is going to be really important. Oh, that's so good. But I mean, those are all the questions we had. Um, I hope you all enjoyed listening to this and I'm glad we got to share a little bit of advice. Um, praying for all of y'all as you step into this new chapter of life. That's scary, but really exciting and really awesome. And if you have any questions, you can DM me or ask a friend or DM Kate or yeah, I don't know. In case you just stand over your face. I don't really know how to end this because it's a little bit different than a normal podcast. So I'm not like, thank you so much for coming. I mean, thank you for coming <laughs> on, but I'm not like, thank you for taking time out of your day and meeting me because you, you live in the same house right now. But yeah, thanks for listening everyone. And thanks for doing this, Kate. Hope it's helpful. Bye. Help me. <laughs>